Texas Senator and potential 2024 presidential candidate Ted Cruz is under fire for leaving Texas to go to Cancun in the midst of freezing temperatures, food shortages, and power outages. It's been a media onslaught for Ted Cruz, but has it been fair? We're going to discuss all of that, and then we're going to get into a headline that read that Trump is supposedly going to speak at CPAC next week, and it'll be his first major speech since leaving the office of president. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Ted Cruz, Media Onslaught. Is it fair? What do you think about it? How dare he? Um, I think it was. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say it was a blunder, but it do, it does remind me a lot of uh, that picture that Bush took during Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. where it's like Bush didn't do anything wrong in that picture, but it was just the way it looked, you know. So. Knowing that there is definitely a double standard from the left and the right, well, you know, it's like on one on one hand you're like, well, shit, be be more weary, but then on another, of course, you have to look at the fact that media is going to play their part in painting a picture. So, I should people placate to that that double standard? I mean. I would like to say it depends because like I like there's a certain politicians that never cared, right? And there's certain people that could get away with it, but then it depends on what route you take. Like Ted Cruz has kind of more progressively become like the guy that's like, "Well, well fuck you," you know? Mm-hmm. In his own way, which is good. But once you play that game, that political game of like, oh, I don't know, should I bend the knee here? And then, well, then you kind of, you're at the mercy now of, of, of those people. I think he took the route of like, well, you know, I was being a father to my kids, you know, and he, I don't think he necessarily backed, backed off, did he? Or back away or apologize? I mean, he, he apologized, yeah. And see, and that's the thing, like... You let the media now control the narrative mm-hmm. when you do that. And so, first of all, that trip was already set up. Like, if you actually, of course, if you don't watch the media and you actually do your own research, that was already set up before the whole winter stuff happened. And it was actually going to be, like, a bigger thing. Like, it was it was, it was, was kind of, like, set up to be something a little bit bigger for the family or whatever. And then that happened. And so... The media painted as like he was escaping, but that was already set up. Yeah. So you see, like, that's where as as a 
reasonable human being and being in politics you should bring that shit up too like you shouldn't like let the media control the narrative and so like think of how trump would have handled that as opposed to Cruz. you see what i'm saying yeah so it really depends on the person because like you have to this is like something that you have to look from the beginning of your career your political career or this isn't really even based off of politics it's based off of like your persona in the spotlight. So this is for artists, this is for musicians, this is for you know people in Hollywood, people who are quote unquote are role models, which is another kind of trope that you fall into. Oh, you're a role model. You can't. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm me, and I do what what I do, and I I never signed up for that. And but again, people fall into these tropes. And then they get stuck. So so I feel like Cruz apologizing instead of defending the way he went about it, you know? Um, and, and, and using logic and reason. Yeah. Because like, he sort of did both. In a one hand, he def- in a way defended what he did. Yeah. But then on the other hand, he apologized. And then that really sort of looks weird. And somebody said it on Twitter, and I agree wholeheartedly with what they said. They said the only thing that Cruz did wrong was apologize. Yeah, yeah. Because if there's one thing that we learned from the Trump era way of politics was if you play the same game and if you punch back, people will see through through the bullshit. Yeah. Because, like, how much bullshit... There's nothing Cruz has went, went through that is even remotely close to what Trump went through. And yet Trump became like the Teflon Don of it. Like, yeah. all right, well, whatever you say, yeah, I grabbed it by the pussy. Oh, yeah, I was talking to, I was with Russia, uh, uh, collusion. Oh, I fucking incited this. Oh, I said that. Like, everything is, everything I say is, is, is bad. And yet you saw the numbers he put up, you know? You yeah. saw the numbers, like, it didn't really affect him when it came to, like the whole racist and homophobic shit that you know that that the left always throw. Oh, you're a bigot. You're this. You're that. It didn't affect them. Yeah. Num- numbers still went up, in 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 key you know uh, demographics in 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 certain races. Like it, it was just you saw that it didn't work. That's because he made it that way. Yeah, I think it really boils down to real recognizes real. Yeah. Trump was always so real about how he answered things whatever criticism he received that he um he went about it in that manner all the time and it always reflected yeah and that's the way that you should do it ted cruz a lot of these other politicians they don't quite understand that and it also reflects and then you get situations like this where it looks like you're trying to play both sides of the argument and it just it just doesn't come off as good when ultimately you didn't do anything wrong and that's the thing that i feel like politicians really need to ask themselves is like did i really do anything wrong and sometimes you got to be just as brazen as the left because the left has done so many egregious things the, the the wasn't the union representative of the, the school union oh hey every uh, you know we, we don't want to spread covid 
we don't want to do none of that. And then she's in Puerto Rico. Right. Vacation. Now that's... That, that didn't get nowhere near. No. The, or or the, the Cuomo nursing home thing. AOC lying about being at the Capitol. Yeah. Like, I think that's like... A, like the one of the craziest things, like you're you were literally on TV saying that you were in fear of losing your life and you weren't even there. Yeah. No media coverage. Yeah. So that's my thing, and that's one thing that that Trump was very good about is pointing that stuff out. And a lot of people will be like, "Oh, well, that's childish." No, it would be childish if everybody around here played by the same rules and took the high road. Yeah. And we all took the high road, and then I was like pointing, oh, but so-and-so did this. Well, then, yeah, I could see that being childish. But none of you motherfuckers take the high road. You motherfuckers poke eyes, grab balls, kick shins, do the most, like, fight the dirtiest. So then I throw a little sand in your face. Oh, you're cheating. You're No, 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 no. Like, we're playing greasy, right? We're playing prison basketball? Yeah. Well, let's play prison basketball. If not, you want to take the high road? Well, then I'll take the high road. And that's the thing. You have to play the media and your rival politicians the same way they play you. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, if you know you're going to Mexico, you know there's going to be news. So either have the balls to do it or don't. You know, like, come on. So, so to me, it's just like don't don't apologize. In, in my opinion, because you it, like, well, you said it best. You said, well, you reflect on whether you did wrong or not. Well, hold on. Did you do your job? Did you leave during the time where you need where you were leaving shit right. undone? Exactly. As a senator, did you do your job? Yes. You don't have the same power as a mayor. You don't have the same power as the governor. There's a lot of things that you don't have power over. You did your job as a senator, which is reflected in in uh, Critic at XL's one of his recent articles. He uh, he covers the topic uh, very good. Uh, our guy Vincent Williams. He's like, here's why things could get worse for Ted Cruz. So if you want to check out his article, it's real decent. Um, but he did. You did what you needed to do as a senator. Yeah. Right. All right. So I'm going. But I in pre-production, you and I spoke about this. And I think it has a lot to do with and also the video that we watched in pre-production by the critical drinker about why we need heroes. He echoes the same sentiment in, in that video is there's this spirit of envy that a lot of people have yeah. that it's like, oh, well. You got the fuck out of Dodge. Anybody that can get the fuck out of Dodge when things get bad is going to. If I was in Texas and it was freezing and I had a family, yes, I would send them somewhere where it was warmer. Even if I couldn't go with them, like let's say I had to work or something. All right. Well, like I'm sending them just like many people would if they could. Not everybody can. I understand that. But that doesn't make it where you hate on a person for doing it. The capacity that Ted Cruz took his daughters to Cancun was the capacity of a father. Yeah. That wasn't the capacity of a senator. He did what he had to, he had to do as a senator. Yeah. So are you going to 
be upset with him anytime he does something yeah. personally for his family because at that point where do you draw the line that would be the equivalent of of if you're in a town right and let's say perfect example let's say you're in a town and there's a propane shortage yeah and he's at home like grilling because he has a propane tank from last year he's grilling so is he doing something wrong because you don't have propane and he does like yeah. is he where do you draw the line or your car is broke yeah his car is working so should he not drive his daughters to school because your car is not working like yeah. and where do you where is the line drawn between like what can be done and what can be done now granted if he was the one that controlled the floodgates and the fucking town or the state or whatever flooded <laughs> yeah. and he was on the plane that can yeah that looks bad because he has physical access to the control of the problem yeah, yeah yeah but in this case he does not and he did what he needed to do from the legislative standpoint yeah. so what is your what is your issue versus not only that he didn't send these people to the cold versus Cuomo who actually sent people to covid hotspots where covid was outbreaking and they died who were vulnerable and yeah. died you like where's the scandal in that though there yeah. is none that's and that's the point yeah. and and i think ted cruz should point that out yeah and I, who cares if people say oh that's a low blow that's childish Fuck no yeah. like this is the game that you all are playing and i feel like that's where where the right they always miss well conservatives like the traditional conservatives they always miss when it comes to that because they lack the balls and they lack the understanding that politics is politics and part of politics is theater. Yeah. And you control the narrative. You control the narrative. Your body language, the things you say control the narrative. You can have the whole media saying whatever they want. If you say shit so convincingly and like you believe in what the fuck you say, people will believe that shit. They'll look at the genuine side of what you're saying. And playing both sides of the fence is not going to cut it. And those are the things that people don't want to see. Like, on the right, you're losing votes by by going about things with that. Like, because, listen, yes, power is out in Texas. Is that Ted Cruz's fault or is that the companies that 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 didn't winterize the fucking, uh, the, the what, what, do, what do you the, call those the things? The wind turbines. Yeah, the wind turbines. I mean, what... I. Does, is he supposed to personally go and rise them, or what? What is that's a problem that those companies need to work, and they have to do it like immediately because that's bad. Like you guys should have been prepared. You know yeah. what he was supposed to do was go to Elon <laughs> Musk, buy all the flamethrowers, bring them back to Texas, and and, and give together. a flamethrower to everybody so they could like heat their house and melt the snow and. And melt whatever was freezing, he and, and uh, yeah, he cowered away. Yeah. <laughs> and that Biden, you know, Biden would have done that. Yeah, that's what right. Biden would have done. Yeah, and, and that's another thing too. Like people see what they want to see in in the media, because like even that, like with, with with now now that you're mentioning Biden, you need someone that's going to control the virus. Now you're in. This is uncontrollable. What what happened? What, well, there's a lot of hypocrisy there. What happened? 
Like you said, AOC, um, imagine, hypocrisy. Imagine the, the media spin right now. Texas going through this, and if Trump was in office, somehow it'd be all be Trump's fault. Oh, come on! Ted Cruz wouldn't even be. It would be in his the fault seat because it'd be Trump's fault. Yeah, Trump. Trump failed the American people. Oh, Trump failed state that overwhelmingly voted for him. Like I could just see yeah. it now. I mean, yeah, the pandemic was Trump's fault, according to media and the left. That that was his fault. Four hundred thousand deaths, all all his fault. Let's not let's not look at the ventilator situation. How that shit was done great. And how, like, the virus came from China. <laughs> you know, like, let's forget all about that. Let's forget about the measures he took to try and avoid travel from over there to, to spread the virus. Let's forget. And then and then let's forget about the, like, the, 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 the people and the pundits that criticized him for doing that. That's xenophobic. So then the virus Bi- gets here. Biden being one of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, let, let's, let's play this game. Again, these are all, like, Dirty motherfuckers that play the dirty game, and then you, like a dumbass, and I'm talking about Cruz. You want to play like you want to kind of take this high road. There's no high road with these people. No, exactly that, and that's that's what I I try to constantly reiterate is Gross there there boss. is no high road with them. Yeah, like you want to be. You know, you know who like the Republicans remind me of. They, I don't know if you remember in wrestling, Kurt. Remember Kurt Angle, <laughs> like yeah. just like clean American gold medalist, just you know, nice guy, friendly and everything. And but meanwhile, like you're fighting DX and they're using chairs and doing low blows <laughs> and like all of that shit. And you want to like keep no, yeah. like you got to pick up a chair. Like yeah. you, you have to pick up a chair. You have to low blow. Like, you got to do what you got to do. You got to turn into Kurt Angle when he had that ankle lock. That's what yeah. you want to do. <laughs> and, and not let go. <laughs> Even when they're tapping out, not let go. In yeah. fact, go harder. <laughs> Break know, their shit. You know, and... and By the that, way, that shit was creepy, dude. Like... When you used to do that shit to us, you're yeah. like, I'll fucking break it. And we're like, no, please. Yeah. <laughs> you would fucking get that ankle lock on us in high school. We're like, that, no, man, no. That, I'll fucking man, break it. That was, man, dude, that was my favorite my favorite submission move, the ankle lock. Oh, yeah. And I would just do it, like, randomly out of nowhere. Like, just give people, ah, ah. And you guys would be like, no, no, I'll fucking break it. Yeah, that shit, when you would say, I'll fucking break it, like, there was, like, like a small <laughs> chance of man, maybe he will. Maybe this is the day. Oh, he, maybe the day, this is the day he finally loses his shit. And my right? That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, but but that's that's the thing that the Republicans need to understand. Trump understood that. Yeah. There's other Republicans that understand that, and I think, by and large, Ted Cruz understands that. But I think. The media onslaught with this particular thing has been so overwhelming. Yeah. But Texas he, don't give a fuck. Like, that's another thing. You understand your demographic, yeah, man. Yeah, that like, is true. Texas, who'd they vote for, Cruz? Who did they vote for? Did media control wh- who they voted for? No. Like, if you were New York, all right. Okay. I get it. I get it. You don't have a lot to work with. Texas, though? Or you know Florida? But, and you know, it's wild. It's interesting because you brought up New York and it reminded me. Did you read that AOC wants, uh, what, I'm, what is it, like an investigation open on Cuomo about the nursing home thing? 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's I heard. crazy that, that she's on that, and then she raised three million dollars for Texas. It, it's making me wonder what she's on, because like that, I'm surprised that like she, she's sort of like breaking ranks a little bit with the with the thing with with uh, with Cuomo, and then now I read earlier that um, that a lot of the the New York uh, um, legislature is is interested in in like looking into Cuomo for that shit. Yeah, but I mean. It depends, though, is because is she going to be like a Bernie esque type of? If AOC she was to run? have joined the call to investigate Cuomo earlier, but so yeah, so she's 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 calling to investigate yeah. that shit. Because there is a there is a division on the left that's not being shown, you know, and it's like the far left versus like the more. Political left. I, I don't want to say moderate left because Cuomo's not moderate, but but Cuomo also they play this game. Well, they'll placate the 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 extreme left for their benefit. Yeah, Cuomo's uh, an establishment figure. Yeah, know? and so there is kind of that rift between the the left that you're not really seeing because well things have panned out pretty well for them lately. So it's like, it's easy to mask th- that shit. It, it, it's harder to not mask it when, when it's not going your way. Then, then well, you're going to see the establishment figures kind of push back towards... And you've seen that a little bit, but... Yeah, the other day I was surprised at that uh, train wreck of a town hall that with Biden when <laughs> he said, no, I will not... Uh, just the, the When the girl was like... Well, ten thousand dollars in student loan forgiveness is just not enough. Uh, no. When are you? We need to consider fifty thousand dollars. When are you going to do that, and how are you going to go about it? And he's like, "Well, I'm not going to like yeah. real bold, like some shit that he would have never done on the campaign trail." Hell no. And that's the thing. Like that's that's the that's the weird thing about Biden is you really don't know how bad he's going to be because he's willing to oh, lie. He's going to be bad. Yeah, but like. He's willing to lie. Like, see, you didn't get that from Trump. Trump said, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And for the most part, he did. And he even worked with the left on certain certain things. Which but, turned out to be a little bit of a mistake. Now, like, yeah. Trump went in there thinking that, like, maybe I think he felt like he could be a little bit of a unifier or he felt... I don't... I think Trump went in there not realizing how much the left hates this country. Yeah. And so he's in there thinking, oh, well, maybe like my results will show. But the truth of the matter is the left and the establishment right really just care about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, he learned the hard way. Yeah. And so so th- and that's what's kind of exciting about what what route he's going to take because of the CPAC uh, speech that he's going to give. Like he's been quiet. Yeah. And in a way, it's been kind of good because you kind of left the limelight. You let this whole impeachment thing run its course. You know, then, how, you know, not just Americans, how the world is going to tune in to well, that I shit. Mean, look at President's Day. Like, people were really, like, celebrating Trump. Trump more yeah. than, crazy, yeah. more than Biden, exactly. And, and you know that that's true because the media, <laughs> if they're showing that, you know, 
you're biased as fuck. So if you can't show anything on Biden or anyone being excited about Biden, and then you're seeing that online, like this this uh, excitement for Trump. Trump's out. <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys excited about? But it, it goes to show that that like people people really like him. You know, so what route is he going to take? You were you were talking in, in uh, pre-production, like whether a, like the because you know there's been rumors about the Patriot Party, yeah. the Patriot Party coming to fruition, it being a third party aside from Republicans and Democrats. Like, will that happen? Is that is that a possibility still, or or what I, route? I agree with what you said that a lot of times, like the third party and something new kind of makes things a little too complicated for people. So I think the best thing to do would be to run as a Republican, but the whole time brand the Republican Party as like a new revamped party. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. make it known that like it's is a there's a new identity to the party if it doesn't already exist because I've never seen so many people so passionate about a president the way that I've seen for Trump. Not even Obama. Like I think Obama had that level of passion maybe starting from a lot of people on on the left. I never felt that way about him, but like I think he had that level of passion starting out, but like it quickly fizzled out and by the time his first term was over with Like it was over with. I think with Trump, it's the opposite. I think there was a lot of people that were kind of like iffy about him. And then like the passion just flew. Because you got guys like Crowder and Shapiro. Well, Shapiro was damn near a never Trumper. Crowder was more iffy about him. But then they went from like that to being like avid Trump supporters. Well, yeah. Yeah. And rightfully so. Because like even me, the first time I voted for Trump, but... I was like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Because, you know, talk is talk. Talk is cheap. First term happens. God damn. He really was about it, you know? And see, you know if Ben Shapiro is voting for Trump, dude was about it. You know, like, you can't you can't write some shit like that. Like, Ben Shapiro was, nah, I'm not voting for dude, you know? See, like, you and I, we look at things more reasonably. Cause it's like, well, we could take the we could take the route with Trump, or we could take the route with Hillary. That's an easy. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's like, not even an option. That yeah. was not even a choice. And, and 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 to me, it's like people who kind of bowed out. I didn't understand it, and I'll tell you why I didn't understand it. These motherfuckers play dirty. So like, here's a guy who plays dirty right back. So, you really want to take the high road on this one? Nah. There's no high road. Motherfuckers are out here in the mud fighting. Like, what, what are you doing? And to me, that's where you have to look at things from a... Re- like, I think the, the street level shit. Like, mm-hmm. how the real world works. Like, on a ground floor level, how people think, how people are reacting to things. Not like how politicians and the news and the media. There's, like, this divide of, like what they don't understand and what like a regular person does understand. Yeah. And I don't mean to say regular person as in like, that's a bad thing. No, actually 
it, it might be more of a good thing if you're more yeah. grounded and, and understand how life works on an everyday basis. I mean, you know, like these news anchors, they don't yeah. know a normal life. They're disconnected, yeah. They're downtown. Like, if it was here in Chicago, they're in the Gold Coast and Streeterville. What the fuck do they know about the South Side? What What do they know about the West Side? What do they know about the North Side? What do they know about anything besides the Gold Coast and Streeterville? You don't know shit. So, you're here listening to these people talk like they know what the fuck they're talking about but they're fucking somewhere high up they don't understand how things work yeah and 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 so to me that's the divide you saw with the never trumpers is they were looking at it from the whole conservative standpoint and like oh well you know this is not right how he is and all this but like no either you remain the punching bag or you fight back that's the that's the option secondly um i don't think that the patriot party is going to happen because of the way that trump wrote his his uh like, well not a speech but whatever like after the impeachment the statement thing, yeah that little statement he went right after mitch mcconnell now we've already kind of given our thoughts on mitch we're on the fence the people who like Trump, they don't like Mitch McConnell. Yeah. But to me, sometimes results matter. Yeah. So, I, I, well, I was watching Secular Talk already earlier, and uh, I always forget the guy, the host of Secular Talk's name, uh, Kyle Kutlowski, something like that. Um, yeah. And um, he was saying something along the lines of what you did. And mind you, this is like a far left guy. And but but I agree with him on this point. How ultimately for everything that Mitch McConnell said, he still voted against impeachment. Yeah. And I think that I think that's important. Yeah. I if I'm Trump or if I'm Mitch, that's that'd be the most important meeting to make to have a sit down because the argument would be Mitch is going to obviously say well listen I don't have a lot to work with and then Trump is going to be like listen if I don't get your loyalty I'm coming after your neck so you choose yeah and I think Ky- that- Kyle Kalinsky is Kalinsky? just to Kirk I said Kutlowski or something but Secular Talks host is Kyle Kalinsky decent that shit um, but, but like to me that's the conversation that has to happen immediately because Trump is coming after him and it's going to be get rid of this guy. We're going to go for a Trump type figure. Get rid of this guy. We're going for like anything that Mitch is is backing. Trump is not going to back. You can avoid a lot of that if you guys have a sit down and, and come to terms with what's going to happen in the next four years. And, and I think Mitch McConnell understands that like he can't go full Nikki Haley on, on Trump. Well, you saw she wanted to have a sit down with oh. Trump. Oh yeah, and he denied it. Yeah, Trump. fuck that. Fuck you. Yeah, that's I would. I would too. You, but what you know what? The fact that she wanted to sit down with him after the statements have been made that he he put out. Yeah, it shows that she, she realizes like how badly she fucked up. Yeah, she heard. She listened to our podcast. That's <laughs> what she, maybe she did, <laughs> but but she had to realize like, damn. Yeah. Like, I might have just thrown my whole political career out of the she window. She did. Because let's say hypothetically something along the lines of what you just mentioned happens. Trump and Mitch sit down, even if it's a secret meeting, 
They sit down or a phone conversation. Doesn't yeah. even necessarily have to be a meeting. And Trump is like, listen, I'm in Florida, so it's either I'm gonna run or it's gonna be Big Ron, who yeah. like that's my guy yeah. here in Florida. Big Ron clearly showed that he's like a Trump type of figure. I don't know how greasy he's willing to get, but he showed he's like a molded from that sort of cloth. Yeah. And he seems to understand the political the 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 political atmosphere. Cause didn't what did he say about Biden recently? Or I didn't read the article, but like I just saw the headline, something along the lines of he said that Biden is like full of shit or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And people responded like really well to that. Yeah, people yeah. were like, yeah, man, fuck, fuck Biden and all that stuff. So this is a dude that clearly understands that like this PC culture shit. Yeah. Like that shit ain't going to work. So. Secondly, is he even going to run for a second term? Because like Biden, Harris is not good on, on her by herself. Yeah, she, she she's not good at all. Yeah. Like it just I mean, it, again, I don't even want to get into it, but I, I have so many doubts that like they legitimately won this election. But whatever, like yeah. I'm not trying to get deplatformed. But, right. Yeah. But but whatever you you move that aside. So we got Trump. You got you got Big Ron. So now, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like, as as Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Republican Party, or in, well, in, that's currently in office. Yeah. So now, what happens in 2022? Because what if a gang of what if the Republicans do take the Senate, but they're all like Trump esque type of senators? McConnell's done with. He's done. Exactly. Yeah. You're 100 percent accurate. He's done because now the other Republicans are going to be like. Well, we gotta vote him out as majority leader because, yeah. like, he's like he's old news. Yeah, that's that, that's what I'm saying. Like, th this conversation has to happen immediately because, and honestly, it behooves McConnell more than it does Trump. Sit down, because Trump is out of office. Trump could play the whole role of I don't got shit to lose. Exactly, like, I could just be I could just be here. I could be one of those teams I'm just that's not careers. in the playoffs, yeah. but I just want to keep you out of the playoffs. Yeah. And 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 you have to be that guy because I right now you're at a crossroads. Are you gonna go the typical Republican who doesn't fight back, has corporate interests, all this dumb shit, or you're gonna go with the more Tea Party esque Trump base? Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's just like an easy answer. First of all, second of all, um. McConnell needs to make it known, like, okay, Trump-esque people, I'm backing them, or whatever, like, or or again, we could maybe maybe McConnell is a strategist, and maybe he's like, you know what, in the moment where it matters that I need to unify us, that's when I'll do that because yeah. you you never know, like a lot of this shit could be like a show. Like, yeah. it could be like, all right, well, I'm going to put the statement out. It looks like there's infighting. And then, like, in the big moment, like, 2022, when all these senators are running, all these House members, Trump and McConnell come together. Boom, the Republican Party's strong, tight. Yeah. You know, like, you don't, you don't, you also don't know, like, what they're doing for the optics either. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? True. Like, there, there could be, there could be a thing there, too, because... 
I don't know. Like, I have, done, a, I have a hard, yeah. like, I, uh, and maybe I'm giving McConnell too much credit, but I have a hard time feeling like he's that dumb. Because even, even in the impeachment thing, when everything popped off and Trump was, like, finally out of office, Biden was in, inaugurated and everything like that, you could see in those first days when, like, they were talking about impeachment, McConnell, you could see he was testing the waters. Like, yeah. okay, are people rocking with impeachment? And then when you see that they weren't really rocking with it, he took a stance. And, and so it's one of those things. It's like you're kind of feeling things out yeah. to see, like, all right, well, like, what what is the atmosphere right now? So I, I don't think that he's a dumb guy. I yeah. just think that he understands... That he has to do what he has to do when he has to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because at the at the same time, how much favor do you levy with the Democrats right now if it looks like you're against Trump? Yeah. You know, you 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 get favor with them, like ah oh, man, fuck Trump, man. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? But that might be the difference between a fucking gun ban. Yeah, shit. exactly. It, that's a big deal. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it could be like, oh, well, fucking Mitch is on our side. So maybe you comp- they think by compromising when if and when Trump... Because let's be honest, the, the Democrats are the Avengers and Trump is Thanos. Or the Democrats are the X-Men and Trump is Apocalypse. They are scared of Trump. That is what they're scared of. That is their worst nightmare Look because, how angry and, they were. and not so much of Trump himself, but like what Trump has done to the people. Like, well, it's, yeah. it was like I said in, in the episode before the election. No matter what happens, the fire has been lit already. Yeah. So yeah. they're scared. Of, I mean, look at what happened to the Capitol. Like, if that doesn't tell you something, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the fire has been lit already. So it's Trump, or the idea of Trump rather that they're scared of. So I feel like if Trump runs and he gets the nomination, which I mean I I can't imagine a scenario in which he wouldn't if yeah. he does run. In fact, I I would imagine that a lot of big time p- potential big time players would step aside just for him to have another go at it. Yeah. Also for them for them for them to levy favor with him because they know he'll only be one term. So it would be one of those things where, yeah. where Ron DeSantis will be like, nah, like you have my full endorsement for, out of the gate. Or Ron will be like, I'll be vice. And then we'll, we'll like, once you're going out the door, then, then I try and get yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Ears. Like, it, it would be something like that. And then Ted Cruz will be on board. Like, it'll be, all, it'll be a whole thing. So that is, they're scared. They're scared of that. So whatever whatever help they could get in that moment of desperation, especially from yeah. other Republicans, because that's yeah. what what they really like. Because it's one thing for a Democrat to be against Trump, but for a Republican to be against Trump, yeah, that's what really that's what really gets them. And, and so McConnell probably knows that, and they probably yeah. be like, "Oh well, I'll kind of have them in 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 my pocket, yeah. so to speak." Yeah, it's it's uh. It's definitely complicated, but at the same time, too, it's like, well, what happens when, let's say, a lot of Trump-like, or, or, yeah, Trump-like politicians 
end up taking the Senate, end up gaining a lot of seats in the House. Uh, you have to also, like you said, you have to weigh like whether what what side you're going to play because you'll get voted out for someone else to to kind of take the mantle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, that's I, that's kind of the good thing about Mitch is like you kind of do need a, a not a unifier because right now there's really no you. There's no one going to unify the left and the right, but someone kind of in between that works with both. Yeah. To to a capacity, you know what I mean. And and <coughs> I'll give you an, a, a little bit of, of an example of what we're talking about. So this guy, he's an Illinois representative of the 16th district, Adam Kinzinger. This is what he tweeted: 74 million vote for Trump, 81 million vote for Biden. Biden won by the same electoral vote margin Trump won by in his 2016 landslide, quotations. My district, 65 for Kinzinger, only 56 for Trump. It's clear Trump lost. To win again, we need not embrace him, but move on from him and now. So this is what Adam Kinzinger is saying. It's pretty much the same thing that that Nikki Haley said we got to move away from Trump. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets this is where it gets interesting. Well, I I retweeted, I said, Trump got more votes than any other Republican candidate in history. Your district is not representative of the whole nation. New York and California moved to the right. Open your eyes. Republicans like you are the problem. And all, this is and this is what's interesting. Other people saying this like in there and it's just like it goes on and on you're going to be primaried and lose by 30 points enjoy if you want to if you live near illinois 16th district and want to replace adam kinzinger fill out this form now like it's just now an onslaught against this person like keep playing this game bro. exactly exactly like yeah get out like get out like that's what the thing that I, i feel like people don't realize is the right is so impassioned by now right now because they feel like an election was stolen from them. No. And now you're, rather than you play the game of, like, because I could rock with, I could rock with the idea of an establishment figurehead saying, well, there are a lot of transparency issues with this last election. Yeah. And in order to know how we should move forward, we really need to get to the bottom of this. So you're not rocking with either, but it shows that you haven't drank the Kool-Aid of, oh, well, everything was just fair and there was no, there's no questions about it. Yeah. I think that's how you stay establishment, but also, also don't lose like the, like the widespread Republican support. Yeah. But shit like that, that's what, that is what will get your career like, like eliminated yeah yeah because yeah. you right there you're showing you're not fighting for the people your district literally dude like i'm not i'm not a pollster and i know that california and new york moved more to the right yeah your district is just your district and in illinois one district in illinois and you're using that as as a representative of how the whole country operated take your head out of your ass exactly yeah exactly like how many and then, and then, if you really want to play that game, which you, he clearly didn't do any research, how many votes did Biden get that it was just for Biden and, and nothing down ballot? 
How how suspicious is that? Like, come on, man, get well, the fuck that, out of here. That's another issue. We're over here talking about two years, four years from now. What the fuck's gonna be done about this shit that that happened? Is there anything happening? Is, is there anything? Are, are the wheels in motion on how to clean this shit up when it comes to, uh, um, what was it? Uh, in in uh, mail in voting? Are are we just gonna ignore that? Like because to a certain extent. Does it even matter who the fuck you vote for if you can't fix how elections in a first world country <laughs> work? Yeah. Like like a uniform way of doing things. Can can we do that or is that too hard? That's the that's the one good thing that came from the whole Capitol Hill thing is that politicians are going to end up like being so scared that like They're going to be in a place where it's like, well, if we try funky business, like these people are going to lose their shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think like one of the most critical things right now is election transparency, because it's an awful feeling. This idea that an election was potentially stolen. Yeah. And then this whole mail in thing. Honestly, like who's to say that they don't just try to like push for making that like the standardized way of doing things. Yeah, to me, it's this. If you care about politics and who's in office, you can't get your ass out of your fucking house and go vote. It's that simple. You go do your groceries with way more people. Yeah. I it just I don't understand how this was ever a thing anyway. Like, if it's important. Open, Which it is. It is op- important. It was a thing to open the door for where we're at now. Yeah. And, and, and to me, it's like, well, if you don't find it that important, well, then don't vote then. And you don't have to take all these extra steps. Like, because, like I said, yeah, I was here <laughs> during the pandemic. I wasn't, my eyes weren't closed. Grocery stores were packed. People still went out. You know, we had, besides the government forcing, like, the lockdowns, people were still willing to go out, and and, uh, no one was crying about, oh, well, you know, let's do mail-in groceries. No one was saying that. So, it's it's not that hard. Take your precautions. Go vote if it's that serious to you, and that's it. Let's not overcomplicate things. Why would you want to overcomplicate things? Hmm. Yeah. And that's that's where we find ourselves. Yeah, and and to me that that's uh, it's just there's no other word but to say that it was un, it's uncivilized. Like <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. It's not that hard. You know, it's not that hard. When my parents went to go vote, it's not that hard to ask for their ID. Oh, what's your name? All right. What? <laughs> like, and no one talks about this in, in on, on the news. No one says anything. Like. No ID. Like I could say I'm fucking Robert Ford or some shit. I don't know. All right. Well, you're all right. No ID needed. Just vote here. Yeah. You're like what? So, just the fact that there's so many inconsistencies and nothing is being said about it, that's another thing. Like, what are Republicans going to do? You know, obviously you're not going to see anything from the left. No. But what are you going to introduce? What bill are you going to pass? Are you going to let this shit just be unconstitutional is, as fuck? Will it, will it pass? Even if you introduce it, will it pass? That's the issue. You know what I'm saying? That's another problem, yeah. And so that's what was so scary about the Democrats 
getting the Senate because it's like, oh, well, you know, big tech censorship. Will will anything pass with that? Because it clearly benefits one side. Yeah. You know, voter uh, ID, ID uh, a legit election. Will, you know, will 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 that happen? And then the question for you. Then too. you look at like how efficient Florida handled the election. It's like, all right, well, that's like a model that you would want to adapt. Adopt. No other state is talking about that, you yeah. know. But what was your question? How crazy do you think the pendulum will swing when, or 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 how will the dynamic change if Trump overnight says, "All right, I got my Gab account." Oh, huge! And I'm. Well, that, and I think that what you said right now is a perfect segue into the segment of Trump speaking at CPAC because, like, what what do you say? Like, like it's, so I've been thinking about that, you know, here and there, like, since, since I read that he's going to be speaking. And I try to put myself in the headspace of him, like, him now like so you're not in the white house anymore you've been acquitted of impeachment you're free to run again you know you are the republican candidate with the most votes in history and you know you you you're the man of the people like what what do you say how do you go about it like what steps do you take also interesting, and I don't know if you read this, Mike Pence declined CPAC. He Did was you? invited and he declined. So to me, what that is is I one know that. that's a clear that's a clear cut sign that there's a rift between the two. That's that's how I read it. That's also a clear cut sign to me that I could see Pence running in 2024 and he's going to run as like, I think he's going to run as I'm the guy that can like do everything that Trump did good. I'm on that shit, but character, I'm like more stable. Yeah. Like I, I could see that being a thing and I could see them actually going against one another which I don't know how the people will perceive that because like they both would have then have the possibility of like looking disloyal, like Trump looking disloyal to Pence and Pence looking disloyal to Trump. Yeah. So I, I don't really know how that, that works. But I think it says a lot that he declined to go. It's kind of like, yeah, you don't want to be in the same place as dude. Yeah, yeah. Um. So... Yeah, what what does Trump come out and say? Yes, if Trump gets on Gab, I mean, if Trump gets on Gab, I mean, I, I I could see, I could see, I would at that point, I could even consider like getting rid of my Twitter because it, yeah. it's one of those things where like 
the party is definitely going to be on Gab now. Yeah. Like, that's where the party is going to be. So it's like, all right, well. And people on the left are going to go to Gab to just just to argue. Yeah, exactly. I I would I could I would even imagine Jack Dorsey. I think he's too idealistic to ever like give Trump his account back. But I could see in private Jack Dorsey being regretful, being like, "Damn, well, yeah. like, I was I was I was a bit arrogant about this because this is not this yeah. is not panning out." But you, Trump needs that. Trump needs to pick whether it's parlor, whether it's Gab, what. You have to have a, a a social media game plan to really circumvent big tech censorship. Like you yeah. really have to think this through. Which at this point there yeah. there is no option other than gab. Yeah. And then and then you do what you did on other things, like with other sites like Minds, MeWe, like all the other Rumble. Like you like you reestablish yourself, which that in and of itself is going to cause a huge swing. Yeah. In fact, I could even see those tech companies giving Trump all kind of perks just yeah. for like being on them. Yeah. I could be seeing them I don't know what kind of perks they could give, but I could I could imagine them like giving him some sort of perks or incentive or whatever. I'd look into Triller too. Cuz it's kind of like the American version of like TikTok, isn't it? Oh, is it? I I'm not really familiar with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, they do events. So so Talk like to the so like so like all of that type of stuff. So now you have that if if you were to go that route, you have that. At that point, which I do think the pendulum will swing because let's remember that at the time that Trump got banned from Twitter, he was at 88.8 million. <laughs> so I'm not saying all those people would go, but yeah. a, a significant amount of them would go. Enough where if he pushes... I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say orchestrate a boycott, but if Trump is like, listen, if we really want things to change, de like you're gonna have to deactivate from those other accounts. Yeah, that in itself, I think, would be enough. He has enough of the the uh, enough of the power of the people, where I think that would make big tech like Apple, Facebook, all of them kind of be like, oh shit, all right, well. Hey, and then I think they would force them to go back. And yeah. then that would be like what we talked about either last week or, or the week before what I mentioned that once competition starts, it would get to the point where like they're going to have to come to the choice. Are we in business or are we a political company? If we're in business, then free speech. Like, yeah. yeah. like And then we got to get away from all this political stuff. And then that opens the door yeah. to have that tech censorship but you you could only really my dad always said this and and i believe ronald reagan said this you have to you can only really negotiate from a position of power exactly so like right now i don't think like republicans are in the position to like try to get like voting voting done like yeah. vote uh voting um transparency done voting id done um um, you know, the, uh, getting rid of like tech censorship and yeah. all. I don't think you're in a position to do that. And the only person that has the power to wield enough where it can cause a disrupt in that shit is Trump. And that's only because companies like Gab saw this shit, 
so long ago on the horizon and it was like damn and like this is literally gab's big moment and yeah. who knows for all we know at cpac trump could announce i'm on gab now yeah. boom uproar yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so this is that it could potentially be crazy also trump could disrupt oh my god he could disrupt so much of the political atmosphere if at CPAC, he announces he's running in 2024. That right there will... Because now... I believe... In terms of... Culture. Obviously not like legislature or, or like government power. But in terms of culture, I think we would... It would instantly put the country at a place where we have two presidents. Well, yeah, yeah. I think in it would way, be yeah. a thing where it would be like, well, he's running in 2024. Trump is my president. He'll, and like, yeah, people will listen to him and anything Biden does. Trump is going to have a response. That shit would make Biden's job so hard. Oh, well, yeah, because he'll do what the left with like millions of people did do all by himself. He'll yeah. just be like, all right, well, and I'm going to fuck you up now. But then not only that, not yeah. like once he does that, so many of the pundits that rock with him they're going to disrupt washington so much yeah. because now they're fighting for their own career it's like we're republicans the country sees it as like that's their president yeah. now like this moment is going to hold us account even if we don't want to do our job we have to do our job because like yeah. everybody's watching and this guy literally has the power to point everything out oh look at that look at that look yeah. at that look at that the question is does he want to? Does he like? Yeah, that's because that's that's where you know because that. But the then, last four years are crazy, and like, but, but then, but that's the thing. Yeah. Then why even talk? Yeah, you're like right. why even why create the office of the forty fifth president? Like if you really, if you're if you're really like that beaten and down and out about everything. You're not gonna do it. If anything, you—that's the last shit you wanna do. <laughs> I wanna go to fucking yeah. Mar-a-Lago, nail my wife, and fucking play golf and yeah. and, and watch my son grow and and live life to the fullest. I'm not creating the office of the 45th president. I'm not getting speechwriters for CPAC. I'm not showing up to see. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, unless you're you're saying to run. For anything to be involved in anything, yeah. like why would you? You're 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 beaten. You're downtrodden. Like yeah. you're you are Bruce Wayne at the beginning of the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> you're in your mansion. Yeah. You're fucking. Your beard is grown. You're just leave me alone. Yeah. Leave my knee is all fucked up. Like <laughs> Trump comes out at the speech with a long ass beard. Yeah. Like you're you're <laughs> not you're not like creating all this stuff that sets you up yeah. for a counter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're right because again, Who, he went right at McConnell. Has created an office of being the former president. I I've never heard of that. No, hell to no. me that's setting up for like That's kinda like a I jab know, at I know people think I know people see me as the president. Yeah. So <laughs> for my people this is my office. Yeah, and, and and it's important because and it looks very official too. Yeah. like it's like not no like fucking. But imagine all the moments where shit like an assault weapons ban, when 
when this whole immigration policy shit, like whenever stuff passes, like how much you being there in your office talking shit, uh, look at this goofy. Look at this goofy. Like I would, this wouldn't happen under me. It's like, it makes it where people will be like, damn, fuck, we, we fucked up. You yeah, know what I mean? And now if YouTube won't show it, Rumble will, shoot will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A gab. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gabbing tonight about uh, Biden's State of the Union, like all of that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it depends. And again, you, you, you wouldn't have said shit about Mitch McConnell because going at Mitch McConnell, we'll fuck around and go work for the pre- the office of right? the 45th president. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you know. But yeah, like like we might get him on the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Big Trump. What's up, guys? <laughs> But um, like I just like to say, you guys are awesome. <laughs> and then he just walks out. There you go, the forty fifth president. <laughs> but yeah, it's like as, as promised. But that's all he said. <laughs> yeah, as promised. Never forget it came from China. And then he just walks out. And we're like, yeah. And then the, the show there, ends. There you have it. Came from China. But yeah, like. You're right. Like, if you're looking at everything from the standpoint of there's going to be some sort of announcement, it looks like it. Because, yeah, like you said, you got the people writing your speech. You're going to be at CPAC. <laughs> if you thought that you were going to move past this shit, you definitely would not go to CPAC. No, hell no. Like, What's the you point? You want... You- You'd want to stay the hell away from politics as much as possible. Yeah. Remember, this is a business guy. Like, yeah. he could be like, oh, fuck politics. I'm going to find a business venture or whatever no. the case. Like, nah, he's clearly, like, it, it just wouldn't make sense otherwise. Like, if, if, he didn't have, if he didn't have something planned. And another thing, let's not forget, I don't know when it was exactly, but there was a speech, maybe it was at a State of the Union address, I'm, I'm not a, 100% sure, where Trump mentions recognizing Guaido as the true president of Venezuela. Yeah. Like, yeah, almost being like, yeah, fuck Maduro, I know, like, officially, textbook, you're the president, but yeah, we yeah, recognize Guaido. So, like... For all, like Trump might like play the same thing, and and if there were ever a time to do it, it would be now before things get too like out of control. Yeah, now would be the time. Like you don't want to do it when we're in the situation of Venezuela. You want to do it now, where like you still have like the passion of the people, yeah. where it would be like, damn, because dude, if he does any of what we're saying or all of what we're saying. The optimism, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but the optimism that I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be like, damn. It would just, like, to me. I feel like, okay, like, the fight is on. Like, the game, like, we might have been down, but, like, we're in the game, you know? And that was like, we we just, like, had a pick six or something. Yeah, it shows you the importance of timing as well in politics. Because timing is everything in politics. And, uh. Yeah, sometimes it's good to shut the fuck up, disappear for a little while, let shit ride, so people could see. He did that Kanye shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kanye does this all the time, and then all of a sudden he's, he starts teasing an album, and then wild ass shit starts happening, and and uh, and then he gives you gold along the way, and you're like, okay, all right, 
And so I think that with this, it's like it does make it exciting because everything is is done, and and now it's like, well, what route will you take? Will you be the big player who's gonna put your chips on 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 one person? Are you gonna re- like? Do you feel the, the need to run again? I would like for him to run again, but again, you know, I know, I know he's gonna be older, and it just depends on whether he wants to or not. Like I, I feel like he wants to be part. He does. He doesn't want to. Uh, he wants to be a presence for now. But I think we'll have a better idea once we hear him talk. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see. And when is it? When is it that he's gonna talk? Uh, CPAC's next week. I don't know. I don't know what day exactly. Let's see. I'd like for it to be like before our episode, so we can kind of break that shit down. Uh, the the twenty fifth. Through the twenty eighth, so starting thir- next Thursday. Yeah. So, shit. If he speaks on the twenty eighth, I guess we're gonna record that episode on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. So that way we could kind of you know get like get all the goodies from it. But yeah, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because the because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them on any podcast platform. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.